Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Regina Johnson. Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good evening. I'd like to welcome you to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. I'd like to give a quick shout-out before we get started to Princess Cooper and all of the hosts for NHISG Sports Media. Um, I'd also like to take this opportunity to welcome you to join me throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. Now, with Twitter, uh, plug in to Journey Strong, and you'll be able to keep up with what's going on with me and the other hosts on NHISG throughout the week. If you've been with us over the past three weeks, you know that we have been um, discussing what has been happening with our youth in schools, homes, just the overall um, view of what's happening uh, with them. What started it, of course, was the shooting in Florida. Today's show is entitled Take a Stand. It's time for us to not Keep looking for someone else to bring a solution, but asking ourselves, what is it that we can do to make a change? Today, I feel like the guest that we have, it is, uh, she is lined with the right show according to her gifts and her call. It is Apostle Elaine Benson from First Fruit in Houston, Texas, a phenomenal woman of God who has um, an incredible ministry uh, two, actually. She is uh, the cover and overseer of Oil of Joy, as well as the senior lead pastor of First Fruit. Uh, she has many years uh, in ministry, but also in counseling and just family and relationships, I guess, in general. Um, and I want to welcome you to the show. I also want to say not only is she all of those things, but she is my dear friend and sister. Uh, and I don't say that lightly. I've been wanting to have her on the show for a couple of years, and we finally made it. So welcome to the show, Apostle Elaine Benson. Thank you very much, Pastor Regina. It is my uh, pleasure being on the show today. Amen. Uh, Amen. You have you have just been uh, phenomenal. I've listened to you uh, for several months, and uh, you have just been incredible. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think the timing is perfect for you to be on uh, the show. I know that when um, the shooting happened and even before the shooting happened in Florida, God had really been laying something on your heart, actually laying groundwork um, for you to really form the troops, gather the troops to take action. Um, The show today, of course, as I just said, is entitled Take a Stand. That's exactly what you are doing. You are called to take the stand. And and I'm just going to kind of step out there a little bit further and say you are a definite forerunner, a pioneer of many things from a spiritual aspect. I've watched God use you to really just kind of shift atmospheres in not only your church members' lives, but in the lives of others. And so what is God speaking to you about this season first? Uh, about this season, um, and particularly, and I'd like to kind of piggyback on what sure. you just said about the shootings. I want to, I really want to, uh, our listeners to really see how important it is for us in this season to to take a stand and to not take lightly what happened in Florida. That I'm glad you said that because a lot of times when things happen, yes. they stand out for a while, it right. gets a lot of media attention, yes. and then it just fades away. Exactly. So what you're saying is, is that now we need to not allow this to get pushed to right. the back, yes. but we really need to pay attention to what's going on. Absolutely. It is so important. And the minute I, I saw it on, on television, uh, I, I began to ask uh, the Lord, what is it? Should we, what, should we, what should we be doing in this season? What should we be doing as pastors, as leaders, as churches? And I know that many of us are praying uh, but it, it goes beyond just praying. Mm-hmm. We must pray that God would give us a opportunity to not uh, just uh, pray about the situation, but to get involved. So what I what what he initially said to me was that once you begin to pray and rally the troops, then I will give you opportunities to go into the schools and to be a force to help. Uh, the administrators and the people that will allow you to come in. I'm glad you said that um, about, you know, making, making that change, really yeah. just us becoming responsible because, and I'm, I'm saying really from the church's perspective, yeah. because one of the things that we've been guilty of is we talk a lot about it. We pray a lot about it, but you really don't see us active. Yeah. You hear us saying, you know, um, that there is a difference between church and state mm-hmm. and like, you know, the two should not uh, mm-hmm. really be apart, but in actuality, they, they really do need to yeah. walk hand in hand. And yeah. so we're comfortable with the opinions and the views, mm-hmm. as long as we don't have to get our hands dirty. Now we know how to feed the hungry, mm-hmm. clothe the naked, mm-hmm. but when exactly. it comes to this part, <laughs> it, it really challenges us. This past year, all well, the past, I would say, eight years, mm-hmm. even in politics, mm-hmm. it's call, it has been calling for the church mm-hmm. to be, um, to play a role. Mm-hmm. And it, it was very difficult mm-hmm. trying to shift our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can say that because I've, I've had conversations with other leaders and try to stay in the middle with God and not, you know, just kind of do what's comfortable or not to say anything at all. So I love the fact that you're challenging us to say, you know, we got to step up. We have to. We cannot disengage. We need to be proactive in what's happening. I certainly agree with that because uh, I believe that if each uh, church would uh, adopt a school, 
or, or, or several schools uh, or have individuals within their congregation adopt schools and pray for them on a consistent basis and uh, maybe even volunteer at those schools. Uh, we can do it with them. You can use wisdom as we go into the schools. We don't necessarily uh, have to pray out loud. We can pray silently, mm -hmm. but the anointing mm -hmm. uh, that is upon us as believers will go in and it would, it would really make a difference. Right. Uh, as we are walking the halls of the schools, as the teachers and the principals, they are seeing our our presence there, uh, then they know that uh, we are available to mm -hmm. them. Uh, and, and, and I know I, I've talked to uh, many administrators and they're, they're asking, uh, where is the church? They do want volunteers to come in. Wow. Uh, but mainly uh, our, our main thrust now is prayer. Mm -hmm. We really are asking for those who would join us and rally with us to pray for our various districts, uh, to pray for our teachers, parents, uh, all of the individuals that are connected uh, to the children within our schools. Uh, because the children, uh, they are, they're innocent. And uh, if we are not uh, careful, uh, we will lose a generation. Mm -hmm. Because uh, we we were not we were not proactive, mm -hmm. if you will, mm -hmm. in in first of all prayer and secondly mm -hmm. in uh, in our our influence as 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 far as participating. When when you're saying prayer, a lot of people are thinking along the lines of just prayer coverage, but prayer changes everything. Yes, it does. Do you mind uh, elaborating on that? Uh, when I when we're talking about prayer, we're speaking of targeted prayer. We're not just speaking of in general praying over, mm -hmm. our, but mm -hmm. we we're praying uh, for test scores to increase. If there are schools that are failing, we're praying that their test scores would increase. We're praying that our children would be protected uh, in in cases like this when there where there's bullying. Uh, we're praying that God will have the that will uh, instill the right principles within our children so that they can choices as it relates to bullying each other. Uh, we, we, there's so, there's, we have, in fact, several prayer points that we've sent out to our intercessors, and uh, so we are being very specific in the things that we're praying, and we believe that because we're being specific, God is going to answer our prayers. Mm -hmm. uh, we have seen him do uh, so many, many things as we've mm -hmm. prayed over the mm -hmm. years, mm -hmm. and I believe that the children they, they have always been on God's heart. Yeah. He always has. He said, suffer the little children to come to me and forbid them not, but such is the kingdom of heaven. Children have always been on his mind. And not only children, but also, he, he said, widows in office, you know. So it, God God loves for us to, to, to have on our agenda what's on his agenda. I'm over here about to just break out and start shouting, like going, <laughs> If she doesn't stop here and slow down and take it out, we get ready to have church. I promise you, just like right now. Um, I, I, I'm i glad that you mentioned about, like, the prayer. Yes. It's important that you, when you say targeted prayer, yes. it's like shooting. When you, if you want to hit a target, you're not just going in there, just shooting all over the place. Exactly. And um, there are a lot of uh, Christians that are, they're praying, mm -hmm. but we're not specific. Right. 
uh, it's much broader than just uh, praying for them to just be covered, mm-hmm. but that we want even the things to be implemented into the children's lives, just as you previously said, um, that will help them academically, that will help them, you know, socially, that will help them emotionally and spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important, too, that we take our place as the church. Now, when we describe, like, us being the church, um, one of the things that the Lord's been showing me is to show uh, our people that they are valuable yeah. no matter where their giftings are. So mm-hmm. if you're a doctor, utilize the space, mm-hmm. you know, utilize that platform. Yeah. A lawyer, utilize the, the platform. If you're the lady in the cafeteria, utilize the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's so important in this hour that we as the church, mm-hmm. that no matter where our perspective uh stations or platform is Mm -hmm. that we remember that we are the church it's not the building nor the location the physical address even though that is important also but it is us knowing that we are the church we're the we're the we're the game changers we're the different makers difference makers we we are those and if we want to see something happen in our children we have to know no matter what our platform is Mm -hmm. that if we stand that we can make a difference. You know, there was uh, once uh, in years past uh, that teachers and parents went to church together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to deal with disciplinary issues Mm -hmm. because the teacher was there with the parents. Right. And so, uh, and and so we were more community oriented Mm -hmm. and because of the fragmentation of our society now, uh, it's, it's very difficult and so I believe that the church has to come back to that place mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we really foster those mm-hmm. uh, those principles mm-hmm. again of family, mm-hmm. of uh, of unity, bringing mm-hmm. that unity back mm-hmm. uh, into uh, first of all our churches, because mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then uh, then take that into our schools mm-hmm. uh, from that perspective. Yes, yes. Do you feel? Were you feeling that even before? All of this, I was, I, I was too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really was, and so it that was it, it, it because I heard on the news on CNN. That's what was really interesting on one of the news uh, stations. Uh, they were saying so uh, we're we're announcing about what's happening. Uh, they were talking about what's going on in Florida, mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, do we just talk about it, and then and next week we'll be talking about something else." That's when I really began to say, God, there's got to be more. We've got to do more than just talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then after uh, days, then we're back. We're on something new. Something new. Because things haven't changed because no. we switched what we're no. discussing no. or no. what we were reporting on the news. I think that's where we missed it, too, even like with Columbine and other places. Absolutely. It's like we saw it, it yeah. happened. Right. Everybody's heart was broken. Even right. with 9-11, yeah. it's like, oh, we see it. We address it for a little bit. Okay. We're still there, and we're praying, and we're somewhat different, and we're trying, and, and it just kind of fades away until the next mishaps, or mm-hmm. not, it's not even a mishaps, the deliberate attack from the enemy against mm-hmm. us. Um, uh, and then we're all ready, you know, to jump back on board. And so I, I totally agree with what you're saying that we cannot afford to allow it to go to our, um, our forethought or yes. And, uh, to where we are not mindful that just because we stopped, 
that it went away. And for some reason, that's what we think. Mm -hmm. When I stop praying, it's clearly a done deal. (laughs) When when I I erase it off of my agenda, it's settled, but it's not. The issue is still the same. And then we're looking, saying, why did this happen? Well, it's because we did not address it. We, we, didn't, we didn't complete it. We started it. And that's one of the things that the Lord has uh, shown me in this uh, past year, to not be great starters, but to be great finishers. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, to be great finishers, yeah. to take it and to run with it. Um, we have about four minutes before the break, so I, I really don't want to get too far into um, you guys had a meeting a couple of weeks, no, a week ago. Uh, on a Saturday, and I want you to just kind of briefly touch that because I want to go back to you had a um, was it a principal or administrator reach out to one of your members? We uh, well, that's two different uh, inc- incidents. It, we had mm-hmm. we had uh, a meeting uh, mm-hmm. uh, last week mm-hmm. where we brought together uh, all of uh, our uh, police force that's uh, members of our church. Mm-hmm. We have several officers here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. one of the sergeant mm-hmm. and she, she wrote a book called Not My Child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her to coordinate and facilitate this mm-hmm. meeting where we could bring together mm-hmm. our students and our parents mm-hmm. and uh, some of the individuals within the community mm-hmm. to talk about bullying, mm-hmm. to talk about the various uh, things that's going on within the schools. Okay. Uh, there are so many things. Uh, sexting and and they dealt with a lot of issues Mm -hmm. uh it was absolutely wonderful Mm -hmm. uh to bring that group together uh and uh in within that same uh context though there was a a, an administrator that reached out for us Mm -hmm. to come on a saturday to their school Mm -hmm. just to walk around and pray when we come Uh, back from break i want you to talk about that a little bit more and how it's important for uh, the schools to reach out and, and ask for help. Yes. We're here. We want to be a part. Absolutely. But for us to also say we're here. Yes. We're not just doing our Sunday service, our Wednesday service, or whatever throughout the week. Right. We are here for you. Yes. Um, you know what? We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. You are listening to Refresh. This is Regina Johnson, your host. I'll be right back in just a second.
On their platform, like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio, James Deshay, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, Daquan King, Revive Radio, Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio, Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters, Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally, Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington, The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams, Dig Radio, with Pastor Annetta Watson. Crazy Sports Mom with Doretha Anderson. Been there, done that with Cindy Smith. Pave your way to success with Rudy and Michelle Govan 
Spiritually Reincarnated with Gilbert Sines. In times like these with Benita Coney. Sports Talk Atlanta with Matt D. and Travis McGee. Sports Talk Carolina with Andre White and Nick Emerson. Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson. Power 803 with Reverend John Robinson. Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson. Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson. And It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here on Never Had It So Good 101.1, the world's radio station. Get up, 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 get up,
Refresh. I am here with Apostle Elaine Benson of First Fruits Ministry, also uh, of Oil of Joy. Your your correct role of Oil of Joy. What is that, Apostle? I am a founder and director. Founder and director. Um, I know we're on this, but could you just share just a little bit about Oil of Joy, and then we'll get back to what the show is about Absolutely. today. Absolutely. All of Joy uh, was a vision uh, given to me about 32 years ago, and uh, our, our primary uh, vision was to help hurting women initially. Uh, as we uh, as we were helping, uh, as we were reaching out to the to the women uh, over time, we found that it it really helped families. And so, therefore, not only were women impacted by all of joy, but uh, men as well as children were impacted. So, 32 years later, we have churches, uh, ministries, and individuals that are all a part of it. It's grown tremendously over the years. All of joy is an incredible work of God. It truly is. Um, If you have never heard of it, you're hearing of it right now. before we leave today, if you could just kind of share how people can find you on um, Facebook uh, or on any other social media, be sure and do that. I think it would be worth people plugging in with people right now flying in from even other countries mm-hmm. to be a part of Oil of Joy. And uh, if it does just one-third of what it has done for me and, and our ministry at home, um, it would be worth someone flying in from out of state to be here. And so uh, I think it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Fully support it. And we are now a part of it. Yeah. 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 Our official name now is OJM International. Mm -hmm. uh, We are reaching out uh, to other other countries and other places. And it has been tremendous. Awesome. Awesome. Today we have been discussing, well, the topic of our show is just stand. (laughs) And, uh, But we've been talking about taking our place, making a difference, uh, not just relying on someone else to do something about uh, what's going on with our children today, uh, what's been happening with the schools. Um, Apostle Elaine Benson, very proactive, involved uh, with the community, Um, she and her church. And as before we went to break, we were sharing how they met with uh, some officials uh, on how to best resolve the issue in our service, the uh, service our community in um, addressing the current issues at hand. Um, I, I said I want you before we went to break to be sure and share when we came back about you had an administrator and you you shared briefly a little bit about it before we went to break. You had an administrator actually reach out to one of your members, inquiring. Uh, how can they get somebody to come over to pray? 
we did. Uh, we have a 5 a.m. prayer where mm-hmm. we pray every morning at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing uh, this for several years. Right. Uh, one of the ladies that's a part of uh, our prayer line texted me uh, and a and a text that she received from one of the administrators mm-hmm. of the school. And it was, if you, can you please send us or have some of your intercessors come on a Saturday mm-hmm. to pray over our school, over oh, our goodness. students, mm-hmm. to walk the campus, mm-hmm. to do an actual prayer walk. My God. Uh, what was really ironic about that was that was something that I felt led uh, to do had not released it mm-hmm. to our intercessors. Wow. Uh, so before I could even release that, God had already opened the door for us to go into the schools. That's how much I believe it's on God's heart for us to be proactive uh, in, in our efforts. Wow. It's amazing. Prayer has been pulled out. We can see mm-hmm. that it is truly needed. How important do you feel that uh, it is for us to uh, make sure that the schools and our districts know that we support them as, as ministries um, and how important you feel that it is for them to let us know that we are welcome uh, to those campuses. Oh, it's very, very, very important uh, because as you know, that there, there are many different kinds uh, kinds of religions on mm-hmm. campus. Mm-hmm. And so we we're Christian. Mm-hmm. And so therefore it has, we have to be invited mm-hmm. uh, to come on mm-hmm. campus. And of course, there are Christian organizations, even among students. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was told, I have not uh, been in contact with the student organizations, mm-hmm. uh, but I told I was told by uh, some of the young people here that they mm-hmm. were part mm-hmm. of the Christian organizations. Mm-hmm. And uh, they could pray and they could have uh, various kinds of religious activities. Mm -hmm. And so um, I really believe that if we could connect with the Christians Mm -hmm. that are on camp, that are on our campuses, Mm -hmm. uh, we could really make a difference as far as impacting, because we could take the same prayer points that we're praying uh, on on our our prayer line and, and, and give them to them or be invited to come on campus, and we can begin to pray on our various campuses, and it would truly make a difference, I believe. Last year, uh, our youth uh, coordinator, he was actually invited uh, to be a part of a service mm-hmm. that they had on campus on a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and it was all of the different churches in that area, their youth directors and so on. They had mm-hmm. a service, and what they did was they told all the students if you would like to come, you are welcome to come. Mm-hmm. And there were quite a few that turned out for that service on mm-hmm. campus. And there were some conversions that took place. Mm-hmm. So I think that we just have to become uh, aware of what organizations are there yeah. so that we can plug in. I, I agree there are there are some. Mm-hmm. And the only ones I was aware of before were just with, you know, Christian athletes. Yeah. Um, but undoubtedly, there's there's prayer going yeah. on, Bible studies yeah. going on on campus. Absolutely. But when we can plug into that, yeah. uh, it makes a difference. It also makes a big difference when you know mm-hmm. that your district it really needs or is asking for yeah. for help. It that really gives does. you a certain amount of liberty yep. to be able to go in and do. One of the things that uh, I I'd like to um, ask you is. How do we maneuver, knowing there are other 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 religions 
on the campus? How do we make, um, take our stance um, and be inclusive, I guess, uh, with prayer and so on and so forth? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a great question because I believe that the greatest uh, the, our greatest weapon is love. Our greatest weapon is love, and when we show the love of Christ uh, to anyone, regardless right. of whatever what their religious uh, stance is, mm-hmm. uh, it opens us uh, up for an opportunity to speak to, to them mm-hmm. about why we believe what we believe. Right, and that's that's the most important thing yeah. is having the opportunity to be able to share with them. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Why? Like Absolutely. we're not just you know wearing putting stickers on our cars and right. crosses around our necks for no reason. It's not a fashion statement. Absolutely. It's what we it's what we truly believe. Mm-hmm. Let's go in a little bit deeper. Um, you were sharing with me about a week ago about the issues that the young man had that did the shooting in um, uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, before I go into your comment, I'll just share again what my youngest daughter said. She said he was, well, not him, but there are kids on our campus that you can clearly see there's something wrong. And if we would address that, mm-hmm. it would it would help. It would probably deter. And those, deter wasn't a word because she's 13, but it would help stop mm-hmm. these things from happening. Mm-hmm. And so you were sharing with me about um, how you felt about there are other things that we need to be mindful of that even in prayer will help us to be able to capture those moments and say, hey, look, we see this kid standing outside of the box. Mm-hmm. We see this kid being pushed aside. Um, and as we know, even on the news, was it the news where they were stating that this young man, they were looking at him if there was going to be a shooting. He was a prime candidate, mm-hmm. and it was a joke. Can you elaborate? Yeah, actually, uh, when I saw uh, the story on the news, mm-hmm. I began to do a further investigation. Mm-hmm. And I found that this uh, particular young man had been bullied uh, from a students basically saying to him that if there was a shooting, you would be the one to do it. And he heard this continuously. Uh, and he was also uh, in a home where uh, he was in a, uh, he had been adopted. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one of the parents, I believe, passed away, but then the mother passed away in, I believe, November. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here he was, all of this Alone. pain mm-hmm. uh, going on on the inside, and I believe he was living with a an attorney, someone that was not necessarily uh, connected. Uh, mm-hmm. And so can you imagine the pain uh, of this young man? Uh, I don't think, that, I think that many people have pain that don't go that far. Right, and right. And so I'm, right. I'm, I'm not I'm not giving credence to that, but I am saying that there are many, many people that are hurting mm-hmm. desperately. And if we could reach them, mm-hmm. uh, if we could see that young boy, if we see those situations where we see children being uh, bullied or, or, or mm-hmm. we see them sitting alone, mm-hmm. uh, maybe um, uh, we, we can uh, have uh, teach our children mm-hmm. how to interact with them. Because so, we don't see them, but our children see the them. The children see them. I'm glad you said that. Um, there is a club at the school where my uh, youngest daughter is, and it's called Kind Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind Club. Yeah. I'd never heard of anything yeah. like that, but that's really it. It is mm-hmm. like one of those clubs where they do kind mm-hmm. acts yeah. towards each other yeah. and others on the outside. Because, they actually yeah. have. I remember when I was in uh, school back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth, <clears throat> I... Uh, I had, I had a, um, 
I, I knew where like children that had disabilities, mm-hmm. learning disabilities, mm-hmm. how they were bullied and made fun of. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we had the first year of Special Olympics at our school and we went down and we saw, you know, all of the children with handicaps and we were able to engage and weren't afraid. They have now in the schools where um, my my youngest daughter, she is like a, she helps with those kids. Mm-hmm. So like when it's time for them to hang out at lunch or whatever, right. mm-hmm. take breaks, she does it with, of course, her friends, but then there's a time where she hangs out with those kids. I think if we could see the children or if they could see the children mm-hmm. and take those steps to include them in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. But I think a part of that too goes to us instilling, just like what you said, mm-hmm. our children reaching out. Now, when you say our children, go ahead and give a definition of that. When I say, uh, <laughs> uh, because as a parent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know the principles that you're yeah. instilling in your children. So mm-hmm. that's what I, I meant by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh my children of our church. Of our church. Mm-hmm. I am instilling mm-hmm. principles into them. Mm-hmm. So uh, when they are uh, faced with a situation like that, mm-hmm. uh, then they know how to handle that situation. Mm-hmm. I've had situations within the church where mm-hmm. I've had foster children mm-hmm. come in. And so I've had to instill within other children how they are to uh, embrace them. Right. And uh, I've had situations where we've had to intervene mm-hmm. and I had to walk them through mm-hmm. what that's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Because when children come in, sometimes they come in with a chip on their shoulders. They come in already feeling that they're going to be rejected, rejected. Yeah. Uh, that people are not going to accept them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so children don't know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we as the adults. Mm-hmm. have the responsibility to train and to teach them and to really bring them together. And you have that liberty within a church. I know in a school it's mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. but if we train them properly right. in our churches and, and, and at home, maybe uh, maybe there there is one uh, that would have to say the right thing mm-hmm. to a child like mm-hmm. this young man that did that. That could have deterred this whole thing, and and maybe wouldn't we would be uh, we would not be talking about uh, something as tragic right. as this. Because um, it could have worked out, you know, another way. He could have yeah. just killed himself. True. Because we see that too. Right. And we don't want either. No. Either to happen. Right. And so we're trying to catch them before it it comes to a climax like mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. where others are involved. One thing that I found interesting about this was he did not kill himself nor did he position himself to be killed. Mm-hmm. What, did, what Did that kind of stick out to you? Like with the rest, like others, mm-hmm. they had to be killed or they killed themselves or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I thought that was very interesting that he didn't. To me, what that was saying was he really, it was a cry for help. Yes. I, I certainly agree with that. Mm-hmm. He was crying out, and, he, and I believe he wanted people to know mm-hmm. uh, where he really was, the pain that he was in that he could mm-hmm. not articulate. Right. Uh, properly. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe now I'll get the help that I've been crying out for. Oh, or, and yeah. not just crying out. I think he's probably been crying out a lot longer mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. if he had adopted parents. It's mm-hmm. been there a long, long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And so I would say even to those who have maybe adopted children or to those who have fostered mm-hmm. children uh, mm-hmm. to look deeper 
into those situations. Oh, yeah. oh, and even yeah. our own children. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even when you see oh, your yeah. own children, when watch, be be mindful of what mm-hmm. of their mood changes when they right. when they when when they're they're not the, they're not their typical self. Right. Uh, looking, you know, asking the right questions, right. going in their rooms, checking their cell phones. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, doing that, you know, get everything in your house belongs to you. Right. <laughs> right. 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 And so some of right. them could have been uh, detected. You have a lot of parents, though, that feel like, you know, that that's invading on their children's privacy. If that young man's privacy had been invaded upon, we may be having, this may be a different story. Uh, This was said at the conference by the police officers. They were asking parents, please check your children's cell phones. Mm -hmm. Please. Mm -hmm. They were Mm -hmm. asking the parents Mm -hmm. to be evasive. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's how a lot of things uh, they're getting started. There, but it's a lot of uh, a lot of things are going on. Right, right. Uh, and and uh, and it's through social media, it's through Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when once we once the parents figure out one, you know, mm-hmm. we got Facebook. We're on Facebook. They've already right. gone they've already us. moved. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. They're, they're, they're not even they're on Facebook else. anymore. Facebook. I know. <laughs> so uh, I know. You know, I know. and we're all thinking that. And, right. And, they're gone. They've already moved. The absolutely. whole pack is gone. Absolutely. They're Instagram now. So we've got to be savvy in, yeah. in, in every area. We've got to be wise and serpent. Wow. Harmless and stuff. But, right. but know for uh, for an assurance that uh, these children belong to us, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whether they are they belong to us naturally mm-hmm. uh, or, or they belong to us uh, by uh, God has, has given us an assignment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For, for their well-being. For their well-being. We have a responsibility to take care. We have parents also that, um, what if the parent is just uh, not willing to accept that role of of doing that? Uh, it kind of drew me back when I had that thought, um, too, when you said that, you know, we need to build a community, yes. you know, that's really looking out for each other. Have you seen that where, like, even parents are almost like in denial, like they, little Johnny's like wonderful, and I don't want to see, and I kind of want to do my own thing. Is that what you're saying? Where the church really needs to step Absolutely. up? Absolutely. Uh, the the reason why Officer Sergeant rather Coleman wrote the book, Not My Child, mm-hmm. is because she had so many parents when mm-hmm. they would catch their children mm-hmm. uh, in various mischievous uh, activity, mm-hmm. they would inadvertently say, "Not my child," until they showed them the video right. of their child. Doing uh, these various acts, and so many parents are in denial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, uh, and I, I believe because of the shame, parents don't want to be embarrassed right. by right. their children's actions. Lord. And so it's better <laughs> for them yeah. to just be in denial about yeah. where they really are. But yeah. we've got to confront that. I tell uh, you, it's amazing when you lift up the covers, what uh, you will find underneath absolutely. it as a mother of five. Yes. Oh, Lord, yes, that's all I can say. We have put the covers yes. on a few things, yes. and I want to just cover it yes. right back up, but it doesn't right. fix anything no, when it you do not. that. No, it doesn't. So, Apostle Benson, we have uh, about a good three minutes. Okay. And so I'm, oh, I'm calling. I'm call, I, time. I, I told you that it would. I told you that it would. And so uh, the world is listening. And you have, you know, over 100,000 people listening to you on today, and it'll be even more than that. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm just saying on the low end, you have the ear of a hundred plus thousand people listening to you. 
what is it that you want to say? Get involved. Stay involved. Stay, uh, there's a, a word that we're using now, stay woke. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't sleep in this hour. Uh, don't allow uh, this situation to go unnoticed, but stay engaged. And I believe that as we are doing this prayer initiative, it's our way of staying engaged. Uh, we we are, we don't want to see another Columbine. We don't want to see another Florida. Uh, but I, I believe that as we are engaged, as we are praying, as we are covering, as we are getting involved, then uh, we can be reassured that things will get better. Would you um, offer a, a closing prayer for, and we normally don't end like this, but we have two minutes. I'll give you a minute to really reach heaven for some parents who have really given up. They don't know what to do with their kids. Heavenly Father, we come in your precious uh, darling son Jesus' name just to say how grateful we are to you uh, for who you are and for what you've done in our lives and and in the lives of many of our children. Now, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch our parents today, the parents of children uh, who may be going astray or who've done things uh, in their own personal lives that their parents don't, uh, they, they may not even know about. God, would you, would you touch the parents now, God, and give them uh, the courage to confront their children. Give them the courage, Father, to, uh, to go, uh, go a step beyond and, and not just uh, discipline them, but God, really find out why they're doing what they're doing. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, bless uh, and keep. And, and God, even now, uh, God, open the eyes of their understanding that they may see, that they may see, oh, God, you in a greater way. God, we give you the glory, we give you the praise, and we give you the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. I take this time to thank Apostle Vincent for being a part of Refresh on today. I want to give you guys a quick uh, we love you and we're concerned about what's going on. It is time truly for us to take a stand. Um, you have been listening to Regina Johnson on Refresh. Another quick shout out to all of the hosts and princes. Guys, join me back here next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. It's hard to pray. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.